This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. My brother, what have you got to share with us today? Yeah, a huge privilege to be back in studio this morning. You know, Dimitri, it's, it's, um, even when I, when I think about um, what the Lord has said to me recently, He said to me, every opportunity that you have is an opportunity to preach the gospel. And that is even why I, I loved what, what uh, Pastor Stan said uh, this morning. How can we remain quiet knowing that there is people that is out there that needs to hear uh, the gospel? And you know, uh, you know, God made it so simple for us. All we need to do is just preach the gospel and mm. he, will do, he will do the rest. Just release God's word and he will do the rest. It's, you know, we don't need to complicate it. Mm. And and even as I was listening to to what you were sharing this morning with us, Demetrius, you know, I believe there's so much people's lives that's going to be changed because of the gospel that was preached. And even in the prisons, you know, the Bible teaches us that we must not forget about the prisoners that is in prison. We need to take the gospel to them as well. Oh, yeah. So we believe there's, you know, God is busy doing amazing 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 things and even as i was sitting here this morning you know dimitri the lord said to me that there's so much things that is happening around the world but whatever is happening pastor stan whatever is happening there's nothing that's going to stop with what god is busy doing and the enemy is busy losing his grip if you really look at what is happening, you know, there's things in the news and there's protesting in France and this the Titan submersible that went missing and all these things is just there to, to try and shift our focus. Or the enemy even using using uh, the issues in, or from around the world to try and shift our focus. Why? Because the devil knows he's busy losing his grip. Mm. And I see all over all over uh, social media, it's like there's a, in the realm of the spirit, there's an there's a advancing that is busy taking place. You, you, you just, you know, it's very, very tangible, uh, uh, Dimitri and, and Pastor Stan, but you really need to look at what is happening. And there, there's, a, there's a trend taking place. There's an uprising taking place in the spirit. And that is what, is, what I'm really, really excited about. You know, that as, as God's army that we are busy uh, advancing. But this week, Dimitri, you know, the, the Lord has been ministering to me about, about the homeless and about the orphans, about the widows. And, and when, I was, when I was, you know, thinking about this, I was thinking about the outcasts. This, we don't realize that there's so much outcasts within the world. And, and how I came to this, Dimitri, was that when I was praying in the week, I said to the Lord, I'm not going to leave this room until you're going to speak to me. Hmm. And, and my wife, and she took the kids and she went to go in and, and lay in the kids' room and they were watching TV there. And I said to myself, Pastor Stan, I said, I said, Lord, I'm not going to leave this room until you're going to speak to me. Because I felt within my spirit, Dimitri, that I was not giving enough of myself. I was not surrendering enough of myself. Yes, the Lord speaks to me, but as maybe one word. Or, and I felt that evening that I needed to hear more from the Lord. I needed to give up more of myself to hear more 
from the Lord, and the Lord spoke to me about the outcast. Now, when we think about outcast, we think about those that was that is rejected or those that has been rejected by society. And there's a lot of outcasts. There was a time, Dimitri, that you were outcast. There was a time I was an outcast. There was a time that Pastor Stan was an outcast where we were living our lives lost and bound where people didn't want nothing to do with us. And, you know, Dimitri, and I, when I think about it, I think about, you know, um, about, about David. And this is what the Lord said to me in, that, in the evening that I was spending so much time with him. He said to me, don't you realize that I have raised you up to be a David? where I've given you the heart for the outcast. Because I wanted to know from the Lord, why is it that my heart is drawn to the homeless? Why is it that my heart is drawn to the orphans? Why is it that my heart is drawn to the widows? And he said to me, don't you know I have given you a heart for the outcast? And when we look about, about outcast, Dimitri, in, in 1 Samuel, we read about how Saul was filled with so much jealousy and hatred and shit, and he was set out to kill David. Why? Because he had this fear that David was going to take his throne. And what happened? David had to escape to safety, uh, you know, where he refrained from starting a rebellion, and I'm sure he could have done it. He could have done it because when we, when we look from the time David was anointed when he was looking over, watching over the sheep. From the time you could, you could just sense when you read uh, the Bible that God's favor was upon him. No matter where he was, no matter what he did, God's favor was upon him. So I'm sure if he could have, if he would have started the rebellion, it would have, it would have been a big rebellion. Mm-hmm. But what happened uh, through the situation that he faced? Many people became connected to David. Many people became connected to him because he was meant to be the, the next ruler. In 1 Samuel 22 verse 2 it says, All those who were, dis- who were in distress or in debt or disconnect, uh, discontented gathered around him and he became their commander. About 400 men were with him. Why did this happen? Because the first people that gathered around David were not politically ambitious, nor were they religious leaders, nor were they people that were wealthy. They were people that was neglected by the culture, society, and communities, and people that was threatened by the king. And even though David's life could have been taken from him at any time, God placed something within David uh, that he understood. He understood the outcast struggles. He understood their rejection. He understood what it felt like to be isolated. And what did David do? David welcomed them, not as outcasts, but as brothers. Mm. David helped them. David provided for their needs because he understood that his purpose was greater than himself. And how much of us, Dimitri, can honestly say this morning that we know our purpose is greater than our own? How much of us can honestly say that we know we need to serve those in need? How much of us can honestly say that we are willing to go into the places where others are not willing to go? How much of us can really say that we are willing to go and help and provide for the need needs of others like David did? And David knew this. And God used and prepared David when he was in the lowest time of his life. 
He was among the rejected, but God raised him up for a great purpose and God turned him into a king. And God used David, Apostle Stan, God used David to show them a kingdom in which they found God's words and promises for their lives. David showed them that even though they, he could have led them into a rebellion, uh, uh, he showed them that they did a, that that you know that was not the right way of doing things. He didn't lead them in a rebellion against political systems. Instead, he led them in ways of God's righteousness. He taught them security is found not in possessions, not in worldly things, but security is found in God alone. How much of us are willing to do that? How much of us are willing to stand up and say, listen, enough is enough? How much of us are willing to say, listen, this is what the Word of God says and we need to stick to what the Word says? How much of us are willing to do that? And you see, listeners, if we are not reading God's Word, then it means we are not growing. If we are not reading God's word, it means we are not growing. Why? Because we are in a time where the enemy is trying to distract us. But I want to say to you and to all of our listeners this morning that the time has come where God will raise up the outcasts. He's going to raise up the outcasts and they are going to do great things. They're going to turn this world upside down. God is busy raising up and he's going to use insignificant people in this time. And I'm, and I'm not afraid to say it, Dimitri. We are not looking to the people and the big names. We're not looking to them. We're looking to the people that has the right heart for what God is about to do. And God is starting to bring them to the forefront. I want to say this morning, I know that I will not live forever. I know that my time is short upon the earth. But my question is, what I want to pose to everyone listening this morning, what? did you do with your time while you were upon the earth? When we appear in heaven one day, when God says to you, Dimitri, you know, I've given you the opportunity to, to tell people about me, but what have you done with your time? What have you done with your time? And even when we look at the Bible, where generations later, the son of David, who is Jesus, came onto the scene. And he did exactly the same thing that David did. Where do we find it? We find it in Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30. The Bible says, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and, and you will find rest for your souls. For my, yoke is, is, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Old Testament, and New Testament. So what is it that we are then doing wrong? Why are we forgetting about the outcasts? Do we maybe think we are better than them? Do we maybe, do we maybe uh, feel, Dimitri, that you know what? Um, as long as I'm in my house and have my car and my family is fine, that is enough for me. We need to change our mindsets. Why? Because this is what the example that Jesus has set for us. And you, if we are saying we are born again Christians, and if we are saying we are we are we are spiritual Christians, why are we forgetting about the outcasts? Why are we forgetting about the widows? Why are we forgetting about the orphans? Why are we even forgetting about the prisoners? We need to get our mindsets right, and that is what the Lord has laid upon my heart uh, 
this week, Dimitri, with regards to what is happening around the world. So grateful that he has spent that extra time in prayer and saying, saying God, I'm not going to leave until I get an answer. And then he brings us the summary of that experience. And it's time for us to wake up, people. I think that's what we're hearing throughout this show today. We need to wake up and we need to show up. You know, we can have all these great sayings and whatnot and whatnot. Yes, you can. En kutse toespraak en sy boodskappen, met name in die Bijbel. Ek wil vir jou sê, die Heer het al reeds gesê, daar is grotere name, wat nie in die Bijbel sal nie, maar dit is in die palm van sy hand geskrywe. Wat doen jy daarmee? Wil jy dit die moeite werd maak om in die palm van die Vader sy hand geskryf te wees, in die boek van die lewe? Wat beteken dit? Als ons in die boek van die leven van eeuwigheid is, dan moet ons maar so reageer. Ons moet leven. Ons moet leven spreek. Nie in time prophecies nie. Ons moet dit uitlos. Los het uit. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za